the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. And today we are going to talk about uh, something that the Germans, or, or a lot of people know the Germans for, and that is the, the, the music scene, the, 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 the musical culture in Germany, which, um, in, fact, in fact, Germany has, has uh, produced uh, many international pop and rock stars over the years. Um, Philip, do you, do, do you know anyone? Um, what comes top of your mind well, I think when you talk Germany, Germany and music? Well, I know we're two different generations, but uh, I think, obviously, it always comes up Rheinstein, because I think, um, even because I want to say this, I've heard German music prior to knowing that they were German music, like Scorpion, you know, obviously, Scorpion mm -hmm. was a really big hit. But um, it wasn't yeah. until later that I found out that these bands were um, were um, German. And then the one you yeah, mentioned yeah. earlier today, right? Forever Young? Yeah. What was the name of this band? Yeah, with Alpha Will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like those songs I've heard, but I think the first thing that like always hits my mind when I think of German music, it's Rheinstein because of, of the time that, uh, yeah. you know, Duhas came out and that's just the thing, but... I mean, obviously, a lot of the. I also listen to a lot of electronic music, you know, drum and bass particularly, and a lot of that's yeah. been influenced by Kraftwerk, which is also a German band. Kraftwerk, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's. Yeah. Uh, they they've actually around Kraftwerk, there 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 was a whole um, kind of musical genre developing called Krautrock. Yeah, which is um, psychedelic you know, crowd rock. rock. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for those who don't know, yeah, so crowd rock is like a psychedelic rock. Like I would say, it's sort of the precursor of like uh, stoner rock um, because it's heavier. Yeah. It's not as like it's, psychedelic it, as some of the psychedelic stuff from the seventies, but it's a little punchier. And I think, uh, yeah. if, especially like if you listen to now to what they call uh, well, they call it stoner rock. I think there's something else. I guess there's people who like you know. Who get pretty pretty heavily lit, um, and then they'll like play yeah. some heavy like thick riffs. Uh, that's that's yeah. definitely like influenced by kraut rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's so there there are a lot of also um, speaking of electronic music. Um, I, I don't know um, Depeche Mode. They're not German, but but they they've heavily influenced a lot of electronic music in Germany. Yeah, uh, and it tends to have. Uh, sort of a um, melancholic tone, melancholic feel to it. Uh, there's a lot of melancholic electronic music being made in Germany. Um, yeah, I want to say that I'm thinking Tapish Mode is mostly like minor music, right? Like, I, I don't know if they have too many music uh, or too many songs written in major keys. I think most of it is minor. No. They're, they're exactly right. If you're into um, songwriting and composing, that's exactly right. They 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 are in minor. Many of them are, and that tends to give this, the, the 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 whole composition a a, a bit of a um, an uneasy feel or, or like or, you said, the melancholy, mel the melancholy feeling. Yeah, yeah, the melancholy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and then whereas major chords they they're kind of the oh, the, the, the the release the the, the feel good the happy thing the happy ones yeah now we can rest so yeah that's um, but also I mean I like you said we we you and I we are we're two different generations I'm born in the early seventies you're born in the early nineties uh, sorry eighties oh, so there's like <laughs> <laughs> so there's like. 10 years difference and um yeah uh, a lot happened um in those 10 years well i started listening to music in the late 70s and, and early 80s you probably started like 10 years later so so um so yeah that, that I, i mean nana just is also um, an, an artist yeah, coming to huge, mind huge huge artist because that was global too she had Yeah, she had this uh, 99 Red Balloons, I think it was called internationally, yeah. but in German it was called 99 Luftballons, and, and that, was, that was like a, a, a pan-European hit. It was a major hit. It was her breakthrough, and, and everybody all over Europe would listen to that song for... And this uh, is also before the, the I wall... Recall, it was a whole summer. Sorry. Yeah, this is way before the wall fell, right? Yeah, it was. It was yeah. before the Berlin Wall came down. Um, 
And I know we have we have friends who who grew up in in Eastern Germany before the wall came down, and 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 even they would listen to it. Right. Um, probably pirate stations and stuff, but but yeah, that was that was a huge hit. And then came um, then came obviously um, uh, Alpha Will. I think they came a little later than than Nina. So um, yeah. And, but you mentioned Rammstein, um, the, the, the heavy metal band. Yeah, it's a band um, uh, named after a um, an American airbase. Did you know that? Is it really named after the airbase? Because it's spelled differently. Mm, uh, is it? I think I want to say Rammstein has two M's in it. Isn't that Rammstein? That may be Rammstein. Yeah, that, 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 I think I think it's the same spelling. We can we can look it up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's... A, uh, but, yeah. yeah, maybe. It's a, it's, and they do have yeah. a connection with with America. I mean, I know that Duhas came out uh, in English. Like, they translated that in mm-hmm. English. And they've done... They do a lot of production work out in America. They've shot a lot of music videos in America, which is uh, which I think is always interesting. Like, German artists, even though they're making music here in Germany, so, uh, some of that music, if not a lot, is recorded overseas. yeah. But I think I think they record their music in in LA or something. I don't yeah. know. But but uh, I think that happens, yeah. right? I think that happens in general because I know, like, uh, in California, Sublime, um, their some of their their last album uh, before the compilations came out, um, that was recorded in Texas, which was a big surprise because you know they're a big Long Beach, uh, you know, which is a city in in Los Angeles. They're a big LA yeah. band. So when their big debut, or not the debut album, but when their big album came out, it was like it was a bit of a shock to read on the liner notes that it was uh, recorded in in Texas. But I think, but that was sort of like the, the time also, like the realization of like people record not in their native lands. Yeah, but you can always hear. You, you could. You, that's one of the things when when you when you really um, get into. The, uh, the German language and how how they listen to, how, how, oh sorry, how they speak English. You can you can always hear there's a, there's a slight European accent. In, yeah, yeah. In there, but it's yeah. Even even if it's um, even if it's heavy metal, uh, you can you can still hear that the singer is not a native English speaker, just like me. I have a, this Scandinavian accent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think nowadays, so, like. Um, mo- Mostly, you know, it's it's kind of like a weird fact. Oh, I think I might have mentioned this before, but there, I'm trying I'm trying to listen to some more new uh, German stuff. When I came here in 2003, uh, this rapper Crow was um, was a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, he's the guy who wears like a, a panda face mask, um, and I think there's also a lot of German artists who, who do that, but it's not an original idea. Um, and so that kind of led me into the world of uh, of like the rap scene here in Germany, because during the '90s, yeah. from my understanding, they were they were heavily influenced by the American hip hop group or the American yes. hip hop scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's sort of gone away, evident in in Crow, who has very very much a poppy sound, uh, even though he mm-hmm. has sort of like a harsh um, subject uh, matter, which I think it's because of his like like early hip hop days. But um, yeah. there's a there's like gangster there's a gangster rap scene here in Germany, that's kind of dominated by a a different persona, and I think it's it's become real interesting just because I'm interested in music and expression, of you know or for anybody artistic abilities, and um, and one of the things that I've heard over and over again is that uh, German German the German language is not easy to um, to sing, but there's still like no. countless of bands who have recorded in German, and I think it sounds great. I mean, I think the cadence, uh, especially like in the hip-hop scene, it seems like the cadence has changed a little, um, but I think it's it's not something that I'm estranged to. In the West Coast, we had our own cadence, you know? Like, it's very evident yeah. if you listen to West Coast rappers versus East Coast mm-hmm. rappers, the cadence is different. And, uh, and even yeah. before that, you know, I know we were talking the other day about the the Mozart opera, uh, originally written in German, uh, the Magic Flute, right? The Magic Flute, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so even before, like pop uh, music, uh, like German was already being used, uh, you know, to compose music. So 
I would say oh, yeah. don't let people. Oh, yeah. I would say it's unfair to say that German is not a good language to write music or compose. For for foreigners, German uh, sounds can sound a a little bit harsh, a little bit aggressive. Um, But but actually, I often say this: once you live here and you really get to know the language and all the facets and 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 all the the the, the tiny details, it 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 really uh, is also a very poetic. Language. Yeah. And some of the best poetry in the world was originally written in German. So, so um, yeah, it's it's uh, the, the, the one one artist come to mind when when you when you talk about German rap, and it's not a new album. I would say it's about ten years old. It's an album uh, by an artist called Peter Fox. Peter Fox. It's, I think it's called Stadtaffe. Mm. City Monkey, okay. Stadtaffe. You should listen to that album. It's a, it's a wonderful album, and it's it it has a, a very international sound, um, and it's German rap and 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 um, pop music. It's yeah. it's wonderful. It's a wonderful combination. It's very melodic, so I can really um, I can really recommend that. It's about ten years old that since that album. So came it has out. sort of that older hip hop. Uh... Or that classical hip hop sort does. of sound, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna love it. It's gonna blow your mind. It's it's a wonderful album. Even even for me, uh, like right. I, I'm not that much into rap, but but uh, that that album really blew my mind. It was very popular also on the radio stations. So that's how I got got um, introduced to it. I heard it in the radio. I said, "Wow, well, that's a, that's a good song." And and many rappers they tend to use both German and English. Yeah, yeah. In the There's same a lot sentences. Of slang, yeah. yeah. So. Because yeah, well, like, they call it um, um, Deutsch English, Denglish, and, and yeah, that's yeah. just so. And everybody, all youngsters, they they know exactly what what the meaning is. So it's it's if if it doesn't rhyme in German, they'll just use an English word. That's that's actually <laughs> really good. Uh, vice versa. That's a good advice for anybody who's listening and is learning German and wants to uh, interact. You should try to slide in some German. Um, sorry, some English phrases, because. It's kind of like yeah. this international thing, right? It's like a cool thing to do. I often do it when I get caught yeah. up with my German. I'll just like say something in English, and if there's no like direct look of confusion, I just go with it. I'm like they understood it, yeah, <laughs> and just yeah, go exactly. with it. Yeah. Thinking about it, I'm just thinking out loud now. If you, what do English rappers do when they? struggle to find a word it must be like uh, there must be like a lack of an uh, of an extra language there because if you're bilingual you you can just you know play around and and just use like they do here in germany with uh, german and 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 english so i'm just thinking artist i don't i don't know if um if there's a limitation i mean i know in in the west coast there's the the pronunciation of words some of them get elongated Right, um, yeah, and you can hear that with like most of the like Snoop Dogg signatures. He kind of does that. A lot of the people from the West Coast, and I remember that. But I also, you know, when you're mentioning English and, and this sort of the mixing of the languages, uh, one of the people that I listened to when I was younger was uh, well, I still listen to them, but um, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill is uh, they they'll blend Spanish words um, oh, with yeah. their lyrics. Yeah. So yeah, and experience yeah. that because that's that's a challenge that I have when I'm listening to some of the, so like you know somebody will uh, play some new German rap. If the artist is not German, uh, for example, uh, Chatar, who is um, I, I, he has a really interesting story, and I hope I'm saying his name right because it's spelled with an X. Um, but I really like his style. But he will put in slang that I don't understand, um, and there's <laughs> other like. Um, there's other artists that I've listened to that have are of Turkish descent, uh, and you know maybe mm-hmm. they were born here in Germany and they they speak the language and they rap in German, but they'll sneak in uh, German slang, or um, yeah. if, if it's somebody from um, like Belgium or somebody from uh, yeah just different places. But obviously Germany is a, a you know major cities have an international um, you know population. And the people are having, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's the only times where it feels like, oh, I, I didn't understand that, you know, I didn't, yeah, and then I'll try yeah, to look yeah. for it, because I'm assuming it's German, but it's not, it's like a different language. Yeah. 
it's kind of one of the things to, that to that uh, that people should really be aware of the listeners here that, that German music has is of a very high quality there I mean what you would expect that it's it's because of the language barrier obviously um, the, the 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 German songs they they hardly ever get as well known as they could be but the but the sound quality and and and, and the craftsmanship that's that's in german music is really really high um, yeah that's I mean, right it, it, it would have to be because there are like 80 million people here and only the best the, uh, there's a, really get get uh, get famous and there's a lot of manufacturers of uh musical equipment right like i know that's um, true another Bullringer. very valid point No, Behringer, yeah. right? Behringer is manufactured here. Behringer, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they have a little, like, uh, accessible, not-so-pro-tip stuff. But I know Sennheiser, right? It's also German. Sennheiser, yeah, they make headphones and microphones. Microphones, yeah. yeah I've I've known them for their yeah. microphones, though. And then, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I want to say Schurmike. Schurmike, also German? Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I have uh, a Schurmike. Yeah, Sound, sound, uh, technical stuff. Yeah, there yeah. a lot of that. Um, it's nice, is crispy. Is manufactured here. It's, all, it's yeah. awesome, and you know we Americans will love it because, um, yeah, it's just it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so any anything else you want to mention about the the German music scene? I mean, I'm, I'm. Um, yeah, actually, I I'm wanted to impressed. ask you because I know you're. I know you're a singer-songwriter, and I wanted to ask you, um, you ever listen to some of these German artists that sing in English? Uh, yeah. The person that comes into mind is Leslie Leo. Uh, sorry, Leslie Cleo. Leslie Cleo Leslie is a German Cleo. artist. Uh, she sings in, in, she has three albums now in English. And, um, oh. Gotta look her up. I don't know her. She was just on that show. So there's a really interesting, there's a really cool show that they do here. It's called... Um, It's a mind song, sing mind song, I I think, mm -hmm. and it, this is like uh, it's sort of it's usually four artists, German artists, that get together, um, and they'll sing each other's songs. So yeah. instead yeah. of so like if you and I were on the show, I would sing your song and then you would sing my song, and so it's sort of like this sharing yeah. of rendition. Uh, and yeah. uh, Leslie Clear was on the last one, but I I don't think it's okay. limited just to German uh, artists because. Uh, There's another guy, Andreas Caballer, Caballeri. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, he might Andreas be Austrian. Caballer, yeah, he's yeah. Austrian, though, right? He's actually Austrian, and he. This is a funny. He's a. He's a. He's wildly popular. He can fill yeah. uh, the Olympic Stadium in Munich. He did that twice. Huge, um, huge artist. He's huge. He did that twice last summer. He filled the Olympic Stadium, and that's like forty thousand people, two nights in a row. But it's, I would say, it's like folk music schlager. Yeah. It's it's uh, very very easy listening, and you, you I mean, you, your your feet will start tapping along instantly. It's just, it's very. But easy. I think he has a name um, for it, right? I think it's like schlager rock or or rock. Schlager rock, yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. Or no, folk yeah, folk rock, rock folk, or folk something rock, like yeah, this. Folk schlager, something like that. Because we should explain to he's, our uh, to our audiences, like we live in Bavaria, where this uh, this typical uh, identity of the Durandal and the Lederhosen, you know, come from this area. Lederhosen, yeah. But the region really extends yeah. into the you know into the German, or I'm sorry, into the Austrian uh, landscape too. Yeah. So. It's into, not uh, a German the, thing only, and he is part of that scene. Like he wears that yeah. you know, checkered, uh, that checkered shirt with the letter in, but then he put sunglasses yeah. on, and it's a totally rocking music. It's a really great show. Like I really like his music, and I'm not into schlager music at all. But, no, but to I go mean, back to my uh, question, the yeah. the the lyrics that you heard, because I know Nana has also put out some new music, also in English. Yeah. I've always yeah. felt like it's not hit or miss, but there are a couple of things that are a little like weird, a little off. And I guess it's up to artist, yeah. you know, up to uh, uh, artist uh, interpretation, but or personal interpretation. But yeah, it always seems like there is like like it makes me want to write English lyrics for for this German artist. <laughs> what yes. is what is your uh, you ever heard anything that sounds a little funky? 
I, I wouldn't know if if you're referring to uh, are you referring to the, the the way it's pronounced the pronunciation and stuff like that because no, I'm no, not no, a native no, no. English speaker so no I the sentence I, I think the sentence structure or the things that they say yeah um, yeah now being a songwriter I I, I I prefer to have other people write the the lyrics for me but the 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 problems often occur when i make a demo i'm not going to make a public release of my vocals but but i i usually make like a, a rough demo and the, the the lyricists they always complain about my pronunciation because <laughs> but but even i mean sia she can make anything rhyme and and she will be, so think right, in right. modern music you just have to you just have to get used to the fact that the the way the words are pronounced or it's, sung. It's sort of like modulation, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing with like the the German, oh, sorry, with the East uh, West Coast rappers. That's the same thing with the West Coast rappers. It's like, that will, the, the way, I think if if you're not familiar with the, with the language, it might be a little weird to understand what they're saying. Yeah. And not just the slang. Like, yeah. You know, the way they're pronouncing certain words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think in modern music it doesn't really matter as long as it's the 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 the, the timbre and, and the feel of the of the song, as long as it yeah. grooves and it's it's it sounds good. I mean, you can get away with anything, really. How it's, do you feel uh, about uh, German artists that are emulating the American sound but that are a little too close? There, because I always feel like. There needs to be a point of originality, and uh, we can yeah. talk about who, like one specific artist that I think is very original, and I could be totally wrong, but um, he's totally different from everything I've heard. But well, the guy who sings um, "So We So," you know this song "So We So," or or "So We So," yeah, no, or uh, "Kong Kong Kong." No, this is terrible. I should look this guy up. I wanted. I, I yeah, was yeah, listening no. to this guy. Um, Stephanie and I sometimes will listen to this music, and I'll tell. And last time we were listening to the album, I said to her, "This totally sounds like something that Justin Timberlake would be doing." Okay, yeah. yeah. And then I thought, this guy is kind of like the um, the Justin Timberlake of Germany, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think because yeah. of of the compositions that he has, um, the production, I think that's one of the yeah. things that I've uh, one of the first things that I remember, like when I came to Germany. In German radio, uh, I want to say something like 75% of, right, like, you know, three-quarters of the music that's played on German radio is English or yeah. international. Like, there's, I've heard yeah. French music, um, but, the, um, <clears throat> but, the, but one of the things that I, that I realized was, um, one of the things that I remember realizing is that if your hook doesn't have any words, if it's just a, you know, enunciation or just, just words like a, ha, 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 like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How, how would you, how mm-hmm. would you name that? It's just, just, uh, just, vo- it's just noises, right? I mean, it's not, if you can't write it. <clears throat> yeah. Because the Black Eyed Peas had a song, and I remember the hook was not even, there was no words. It was just like a la, la, la kind of thing, a sing-along. And I thought those songs are, yeah. are great for international success because, they don't, um, you know, for for the people like the Black Eyed Peas. I mean, obviously, American bands are everyone are, can sing are along. Very popular here everyone in Germany, can sing but along. yeah, yeah. Th- some of the German artists they've started doing to doing some of that with some of the hooks, and I realized like this has the potential to go international, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's something there's something in in songwriting called the millennial hook. Or the millennial whoop, or something like that, where it just it tends to go da 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 something like that. You know, you can. <laughs> that totally sounds yeah, like. Um, that, you ever seen uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the Closing Counters movie. No, Closing Counters uh, of, of the third the kind. Steven Spielberg. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember the melody that they played? Yeah. Is that the same? That sounded like Jean Michel Jarre back then in, in the 80s. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but but I mean, if you can, if you, it's in popular music today, you you hear these uh, woo woo and yeah 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 all the time. Yeah. It's 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 everywhere. Um, Mark Foster. Mark Foster is the name of, of the guy that I was thinking. He um, Mark Foster. He's ve- even the kids, even my son, eight years old. He talks about Mark Foster. Yeah, because it's such a great yeah. hook. Like these guys have, they have a really good. Uh, you know, a really good sound, I think. Really great production. Yeah. Mark Foster is definitely one of those guys that I was like, yeah, this guy totally sounds like... Um, if if you were to take off the lyrics from, from the songs and just listen to the music, uh, the compositions, yeah, I could, I could assume that it would be, you know, a new up-and-coming Justin Timberlake song or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got a very contemporary sound, very uh, current sound. The, if, but you're right. In, in in if you listen to radios, um, if you, we often do this when we because a family uh, up in Denmark, we we drive from Munich to Denmark. It's yeah. it's a twelve hour drive. So what usually happens is that we 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 yeah well we start in Munich and we put on the radio and and then you have popular music radio stations and um, yeah. as you. As you drive further north, you you switch to other local regional stations. They all play more or less the same music, uh, so you, you you oftentimes you hear the same song like ten, fifteen times on a twelve-hour drive, um, and it's it's like you say, three out of four songs are international. Then you have uh, and very often, very very often, they they are heavily heavily. Um, represented by songs from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. The 80s and 90s are, to this day, still the two decades that has influenced German culture the most. Yeah, my father law always, without, whenever he has the radio on, yeah, it's like songs from the 80s or... Songs from the 80s. Even in, 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 in general, in, in, in culture, German culture, you, you see influences... From the eighties, um, yeah. all over. One thing that comes to mind: Have you noticed when you when you um, when you watch German TV, particularly the the ARD, the first cha- the channel one and channel two, yeah. ZDF. Okay. Uh, they have microphones. They they have these uh, um, microphones that they have in their handheld microphones. Okay. Instead of having clip-ons, they use handheld microphones with huge foam on them in 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 the color of the yeah. TV station. So it's it's very clever branding, but it looks old-fashioned. And and that particularly the orange one from ZDF, it looks like <laughs> I know exactly uh, what you're talking footage, about. Just yeah. footage. Footage from the eighties. It's just what is that with that orange foam there on the microphone? Yeah, it's always like really extreme because it's either like really big or like you said, like the um, the countryman microphones that are like really thin. You know, um, not lapel mics, but they're on your on your ear. Um, Oh yeah, the ones that the the Britney Spears and Madonna exactly the countryman are very popular with like the pop artists because you can't see them or they're supposed to be you know a little more discreet. But yeah, it's totally yeah. it's it's totally like a little retro. Now that I think, <laughs> now that you said that, I'll I'll never look at the same at, the, at those microphones the same <laughs> again. Because yeah, now I now I have in my head that big blue from uh, yeah the Bayerisch Rundfunk. I know they use that uh, RDF. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know when you were mentioning the how popular the music is from, like from those eras from the '80s and the '90s, uh, we should tell our audience. Uh, if you're in Germany, or you might already be here, uh, the clubs, they have these parties. They're called, um, I think they're called like U20 and U30. Yeah. And this yeah. is for like the people who are in that age group. So like if you're 20 yeah. and you're 30. And why in your 20s? Because yeah. you have to understand, Germans, um, I think they're pretty much done with school. Unless they're going to university or they're doing like some big, long uh, academic uh, career. They're usually done yeah. by the age of 16. Yeah, true. So there's a it's a different nightlife culture here, but they'll have specific events that are specific for those generations, like the the people yeah. in their twenties and their thirties. I want to say maybe I've seen them in forties, but I don't know. Um, and they'll play those kind well, of music, yeah. like so. It's not that you'll find a nineties party or like an eighties party like you do in the states. It's more that you'll find no. it by your age group, you know. 
And it looks like a that's true. Like that's a, a, that's a, a like a train station, right? U twenty U U twenty Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's pronounced U über über dreizig über zwanzig. So over so twenty the, the, over the, the, thirty, right? The the, the the U with the umlaut yeah. means um, über, yeah, over. So yeah, yeah. That's so true. that's a big that's, difference uh, many, in many the. Uh, that's a big difference in, here in the German culture. The one thing you culture. should uh, note. One thing you should notice um, the ne- for next New Year's Eve, Philip, is that usually um, after after twelve after midnight. Yeah. Uh, the leading TV stations they will they will sh- they will run the entire night they will run with 80s music and schlager music and yeah. you will see all these um, um, music videos and uh, musical performances uh, that has been broadcast in, in in German TV during the 80s and 90s it's yeah. hilarious and it's a trip down memory lane <laughs> so they're they're still high on the 80s here it's fantastic I know yeah. that uh, every New Year's we watch the, um, what is it called? It's it's the party that happens in Berlin. So it's a big party. And every yeah, year the they've always gate. had, yeah, yeah, by the gate, you know. And uh, the, it's so cool to see, I, I, for Stephanie and I, it's so cool to see, like, um, I want to say, like, um, the guys from, um, the real McCoy, you know, remember that song from the yeah. 90s? Yeah. The yeah. sort of new wave, like, ding, 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 ding. it's so funny to see all yeah. those people. Or the people, like two years ago, the people who sang the Banga Bus, I don't, you know, I don't remember who, who the artist is, but these are like, I don't want to say they're kind of like one, one hit wonders because they've had other, other clips, but yeah. they are like old school acts from the 90s that get brought. Yeah. And they're playing it. And yeah. Stephanie and I love it because we grew up with that kind of music. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's like it's funny to think of like they don't have the big artists now. They think they have like this older acts, or like you were saying, yeah, they okay. show the yeah. stuff from the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, there's there's also a guy. Do, do, do you know of Modern Talking? That's uh, that was a a huge huge um, musical act in the eighties. They that they had familiar. they had. They, you're my heart, you're my soul. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna stop singing now, but that's uh, <laughs> th- 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 it was a duo. <laughs> okay. It was a duo, and and one of uh, the, the, the songwriter in the duo, Dieter Bohlen, he has uh, uh, Germany's next pop star, and uh, we, you call it X Factor, and and uh, Germany's Got Talent, and all. He's the he's the yeah. Simon Cowell of Germany. Uh, uh, he's the DSDS the, always the, show. The, the, the grumpy guy. Yeah. The DSDS show. That's oh, so that's Bohlen. who he is. This Stephanie has mentioned yeah, him because yeah. we, she likes watching yeah. that show, and uh, and yeah, she, she mentioned to me the band that he used to belong to. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, called he's, Modern he's Talking. Yeah, he's definitely the Samuel Cowell of, yeah, of uh, Germany. Yeah, Simon Cowell of Germany. And and they, the, Modern Talking, I would say that they, in fact, um, there will obviously be different opinions about this, but I, in my opinion, he he and, and his, his partner, um, um, Thomas Anders was his name, um, they... They started the whole Euro disco, Euro disco movement. Do you ah. know about Euro disco? That's that's kind of the the, the, the disco, the EDM, uh, the, the 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 whole genre of music. I I would say that it has derived from from modern like, talking and their sound in the eighties. Is this like pre um, pre techno era? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It, 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 the way I remember the whole development of, of European music and European disco kind of started with them and then it evolved into yeah many many different styles of of, of, of disco and techno but but it, modern, I would yeah. say that modern talking is where it started then this so, guy's so, totally influenced like the Detroit sound you know like in America because I know that's like where the Detroit techno thing started. But they, yeah, they started. Okay. With, they it was like a weird blend from, um, from the disco days. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting yeah, yeah. then. 
There's this sort of like weird legacy. Yeah, you should check music. it out. You should absolutely check it out, and and the listeners as well. You're modern talking. I, I'm sure Medita Bolin would love to have a revival of his of his old music. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I there's a lot of musicians that get sort of revived when they go to those shows, right? I mean, I know that he's been doing yeah. the DSDS for a long time, but like the voice that which is like the it's the same production from America, but it's just in the German uh, context. Uh, the voice, like I know, uh, Lena, no Nina, right? She was there. Uh, Nina was a judge. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it was like right before she yeah. put out her new album. Now, when you mention uh, DSDS, that that means Deutschland sucht den Superstar. Yeah. That's, uh, so for those who don't know, yeah. DSDS is the American Idol of Germany, but it's not called yeah. Amer uh, German Idol. It's called Germany searches for. Superstar, right? The superstar. Yeah, yeah. It's a very German name. Superstar. It's a very long name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's other things that I wanted to mention about music because I know we talked about sort of how the, it affects nightlife. This, the the music. Um, the one yes. artist that I've he comes from Copenhagen. Um, it's it's one of the suburbs outside of uh, of Berlin. Uh, Romano. He's one of those guys who seems to be like a real, real uh, big artist. There's three artists that I want to talk about today. Mm -hmm. uh, Romano, he's a, he does uh, rap, like German rap, but I would, I would say mm -hmm. that it's a little more electronic influence, so it's, it's a little more eclectic, and I wouldn't mm -hmm. put him, pin him down on that scene like I would, like, um, you know, Kollega, Kollega, who's a very big German rap artist here. Um, but he has a very unique sound and style, and I really like that. It's also very, uh, very internationalized, mm -hmm. but the topic and the subject matter is very German. Like, um, on this last album that he has, he has a song called, um, translated to The King of Dogs, uh, mm -hmm. King de Hunde, and, uh, or mm -hmm. König of the, the, the König Hunde, or something like that. König, um, König de but, Hunde, uh, yeah. But I love that song because he talks about his experience living in East Germany prior to the wall falling. So oh. it's it's a really incredible story of like how the influences started like coming in slowly until the, until the wall fell down. You know. Uh huh. So it talks about like the. That up. Yeah, it's a really great song. Um, <coughs> there's there's another song that he has that it's it's. I think it's kind of like about, um, this is for another topic, but there are some Germans who are very, um, I th they're very close to that stereotype of uh, people who are very introvert. Um, and so mm -hmm. one of the songs, is, it's Nur in meinen Kopf, only in my head. So it's this internal dialogue yeah. that a person's having and why is it that yeah. they're staying inside and why is it that they're being so negative. And I, when I listened yeah. to this song, I was like, wow, this is totally like the German psyche. It's one of them, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely it's like one of those things where it's harder to understand because I think as, an out, as, a, as a foreigner, when I meet Germans that sort of meet this, first of all, I don't want to accept stereotypes because it's unfair. But when I meet somebody who matches yeah. those stereotypes, um, I'm always reluctant to, to want to label them that way. And this song for me really like gave it some clarity you know as to sort of the psyche and i thought that this is really good because i think music should do that it should sort of it should sort of uh illustrate or illuminate or shine a light on you know um the the psyche of of the, of the yeah. music of the time like every music is rep representative of the time which is why even though i love you know love Mozart like you know i don't go and support the classical mus movement because that seems to be out of date to me, contextually, music yeah. is about computer-generated, um, you know, a digital type of, of music-making form. So that's I, th I think this is why I'm attracted to artists like Romano, because there's definitely an electronic um, influence there. <coughs> I know that I mentioned <coughs> Crow, and he's a little more poppy. Um, the other the other surprise that I had was um, there was a, there's a band called Wanda, and they're not German. But they're actually Austrian, and it's ha happened a, a couple of times where I've had I've heard a really good song, and I go to find out information about the artist, mm -hmm. and 
mm -hmm. turns out that they're from Austria. Because okay. the German-speaking markets, it's Austria, Germany, and then parts of Switzerland. Like the German parts yes. of Switzerland. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's been kind of interesting to see how that, that gets influenced. But um, yep. the, the other thing was that in, in early 2000, there was, um, there was a, there's a drum and bass artist, Makai, I believe is how he pronounced his name. And he used um, a sample from the movie uh, Ghost in the Shell, uh, from the anime, the original movie, not the one with uh, mm -hmm. Scarlett Johansson. And it was really interesting sound to hear because drum and bass, even though it comes and originates from the UK, it's really an international music. And so every, every mm -hmm. country that has had their own style of music, like I remember the reason why I fell in love with drum and bass in the West Coast, in Los Angeles, was because there was all of all the bootlegs that were, with, uh, that were, being, that were sampling the, the East Coast um, and the West Coast rappers. So that was American music yeah. to us. And uh, with Makai, some of his tunes, like you could hear that techno, that um, that techno uh, influence. Uh, and then talking about techno, um, two artists to mention, but primarily Paul Kalkbrenner. I hope I said that right. Kalkbrenner, mm -hmm. I think, it's with an L. So, it's, uh, and his brother, their guys, they're kind of like what the first thing that I recommend people when they want to get into the what what I would call the Ost-Berlin sound, you know? <coughs> the mm -hmm. techno that doesn't come necessarily from, you know, all throughout Germany, but it comes specifically from East Berlin. Because there is something, there is something in the water in East Berlin um, that divides from There's the music. There's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's like when I was in Vienna, um, there was like an electricity in the air, you know, and, and then you hear like, you know, it then it, it like, it clicks, it makes sense. When, yeah. when you listen to some of those old compositions that Mozart made in Vienna, then you're like, oh, this 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 is the feeling, and the same thing goes with yeah. like this East Berlin sound. It's so nice and it's so like unique, um, and I think it gets copied uh, around the world. But I think that sort of happens. But I really feel like those artists that originate um, the sound. Um, whether they're paying homage to somebody else or whether they're just taking something that influenced them and reproducing it to something new, I think it's really what's really valuable of, uh, of, the, German, yeah. uh, of the German music market. And the last yeah. artist yeah. was um, <clears throat> this new guy called Rin. Rin is from Stuttgart. I read an article, well, loosely translated because you know, I still don't read so well with my German, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> The headline was, is Rin the German Drake? And it always, and it felt to me that it was so unfair because Rin, even though he has sort of this influence of this uh, uh, melodic autotune um, rap stuff that's coming from obviously guys like Drake, um, it still mm -hmm. feels very, very original. And I think it's also because of the content. Like, I've heard German rappers that will try to sing like they're American rappers. Right, so mm -hmm. East Coast West Coast sound is very different. Uh, it's defined in their own experiences, but when you try to replicate that and you come from a different place, it, it doesn't work. It's not genuine. But guys like no. Rin and guys like no. um, like Romano, they're singing about their own experiences, and I think that's really what what's key to that creative uh, output of you know of for yeah. music. I think that's what's missing yeah. in. Uh, in music, because there's other stuff that I think, they're, like you, like we've talked about, they're trying to emulate uh, music that's popular, right? And it's just with the mm -hmm. idea of like mm -hmm. selling records and or dominating the airwaves. Um, and what did you call it? The millennial hook, or right? The millennial whoop. <laughs> the millennial whoop. Yeah, people just try to do that, and I think, well, it. I mean, it's good if you want to sell records, but um, you know, I think originality, like. The reason why we're talking about some of these bands from back in the day, it's not because of the not only because of the nostalgic feeling that we have about them, but because of the imprint that they made on that landscape of musical history, <clears throat> right? It's particularly popular in Germany because the Germans like songs they can sing along to. 
They like songs that are easily recognized. And if you go if you go to the Oktoberfest in Munich, you will you will always have the classic Oktoberfest pop hits that there's always a live band in the big tents and they they play these songs that 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 we heard in the 80s and 90s and all the way up to uh, present day they will they will include songs but they they are only songs that are easy to sing along to and get people standing on the benches you know so yeah yeah that's so, what they want to do um, I, 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 I don't know how much of an influence the Oktoberfest has on 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 popular German culture, but I would definitely say they 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 have a tradition for singing singing along to to uh, to popular pop songs. It's 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 if you want to if you want to make a hit in Germany, it has to be <laughs> something that's easy to. It has that's to be something totally that's very easy of, to sing along. Of an experience that I had in one of this, um, I think it was like a '90s party. And uh, the DJ was playing, of course, a lot of American music, and uh, everybody was kind of like humming the highlights, you know, not really all the words. Uh, I was singing yeah. along because I knew the words, but then they switched and they played, um, you know, the Totenhosen. The Totenhosen yeah, is a, the, the, is a the, the German Totenhosen like punk yeah. rock band. I think they went a little commercial yeah, towards yeah. the end, right? But um, then it was a total yeah. change. But I remember this vividly because I remember like. I'm the only one singing there. People were singing some of the like the ending, some of the highlight words, and then uh, when yeah, the, the, the German hooks, song yeah, came yeah. on, they were singing every lyric. It was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they liked it. Yeah, they, 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 they enjoyed it. It's it's funny because just as as conservative and reserved on the surface as the Germans may seem, this. As soon as they they have a little bit to drink and they listen to music that they grew up with, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's very charming. They, they they then they loosen up and then they because they find common ground and they they it's it's the really spirits one, come in. One I band, think. <laughs> yeah, one band because you was you were talking about the emulation and 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 uh, the whole way of of trying to sound like something that they're not. Right. I, I remember particularly a band I heard on the radio here in Germany called Sunrise Avenue, and they're, they're wildly popular. They, 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 they can really fill stadiums and, and big concert halls. Sunrise Avenue, they had a hit um, in, in recent years called Hollywood Hills. That was kind of their, 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 their breakthrough hit. They sound like a very typical... German band, but in fact they're Finnish. They're okay. up from Finland, but you can quite clearly hear the sound and the way the the lead singer sings. That this this is this would be typical typical German pop music style, trying to sound American. Yeah. Um, but I like them. They 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 have very melodic songs. It's, there's nothing wrong with Sunrise Avenue, but it's just that in that context, you can actually hear. That the that the singer is is nowhere near being American, absolutely. Yeah. I think it would be important also to share with our audience that, like, how is music consumed here? Because we ha they have uh, MTV here in Germany. Uh, it's called Viva, they do. right? Um, and Viva. they also have. Um, but there's also like what I'm still shocked is that there's still a lot of consumption through CDs. Like, streaming is yeah, not as big, yeah. from my understanding, right? I'm a big no. streaming guy. No. Um, but I know that, like, Telecom and O2, some of these telecom companies, they will do special deals where, you know, you can stream from Spotify or you can stream from, I don't know what the other service is called, but Napster. Yeah, Apple Music and, yeah, yeah, and Napster. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but I remember uh, in 2013, my my girlfriend, my wife, you know, is, she was... Um, my wife had downloaded uh, a, a CD. She purchased a CD through Amazon, downloaded the MP3s mm -hmm. and burned it, which it was a yeah. little shocking to me. But um, yeah, but I kind of also adopted it too because then I was like, okay, well, I'll just burn some CDs because in the auto, it's uh, we have a CD player. Like we still have a CD player in, in in the in the in the what in the auto? Yeah, in the car. In the car. Yeah. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Germanized now. <laughs> In the vehicle, uh, in our vehicle, in we have a, a CD player, yeah. so it's common that we would burn a CD and listen to it. But then they get scratched. Yeah. I don't know why. So you don't have like, um, 
an, an AUX cable that you just plug into your, your your radio? We do, we do. So I'll play from my yeah, phone, and yeah. then uh, she'll still play some CDs. Yeah, yeah. She still has to stack the burned CDs. Yeah. I don't even have a computer now. I can't even burn a CD anymore, no. even if I had the MP3s to, to put on it. The, the, it. But you're right. When you enter um, a, a German electronic store, they still have big fairly music section. big... Yeah, exactly. That, uh, and even DVDs and... and, and, and yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, we were at the store just, just and yesterday, yeah. and uh, the new Ninjago movie and the new Justice League movie were on DVD, available for purchase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so, yeah. So, so, it's and I think it's there. There are two reasons for that. It's tradition. That's that's one thing. But as we've mentioned earlier in an earlier episode, the Germans are quite reserved to the whole thing of being online. Yeah. So, so, and 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 also the the telecommunications companies they are still not really offering packages that that are cheap enough for people to simply just stream anything. I mean, we, we right. here in our household, we have a fairly, I would say, a fairly expensive package, so we can we have huge volumes of data that we can consume on a monthly basis because we we do the streaming. But it's not it's not um, that common for, for, for German households. Right. I know there's so also that's why like... They, they, um, enter, they go into the store. And I know they also have like German media packages. Um because my father-in-law has um, a special package from T-Mobile, or sorry, not T-Mobile, mm -hmm. Telecom over here, and um, mm -hmm. and it allows them to have all of this um, radio. But that's the other thing; like you can play radio. We have a satellite um, yeah. box which we watch television mm -hmm. through, but it also has like radio stations that are placed, which is weird. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's weird for me, but. It's the common Norman thing, uh, normal thing here, uh, and it I think is, the reason yeah. I want to say that one of the reasons uh, my father-in-law got this media package wasn't for the channels; it was for the for the Disney radio and the antenna <laughs> kits, antenna Bayern kits radio. Yeah, like yeah. they want to play yeah, content yeah. for the kids. So, um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's the consum the consum the consumption of music here is differently. Um, and I think the last thing it we is. should probably mention is that now that it's getting warm, yeah, so during the warmer times of, of the year, I want to say now, from now until, because it starts off now, like next weekend for us is, oh, mm -hmm. well, we don't know when the, the, the podcast is going to be out, but the first week, the, you want, you, the first weekend of, of, uh, of June, of June, it's this big yeah. rock festival sort of kickoff. The festival season, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, end of May, early June, because then it gets really, really hot, and then it all come, yeah. comes to down to an end by by August, I think. Yeah, it does. The, yeah, the, the, I don't know. Um, Europe in general has a, has a great and long tradition for for music festivals. Yeah, and and um, there's a rock am ring. There's a um, there's a lot of particularly rock heavy rock festivals tend to be the thing here in Germany because they yeah. they, they they really like that musical genre and and f festivals are good are good uh, I would say media for for heavy rock music because it, you can have a lot of people um, stumping around. Um, Dirty grounds and, and just yeah. you know, <laughs> listen to the music. What 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 usually the reason why I say this is what because it, what usually happens is it starts raining right <laughs> so during these festivals. Even though it's hot summer, they, a lot of these festivals they have rainfalls like so it's one big pool of mud. But yeah, um, actually, I want to say for the, the past these, three or four years here in Nuremberg, this Rock and Park festival on the last day they just get rained. Which I think is great because yeah. it washes out, you know, all of it. Um, but it's um, yeah, because yeah, they, you know, it produ We have to make our own. We have to make a different podcast for this uh, about the chaos of some of these music festivals because I've been shocked about it. Uh, how <laughs> yes. well an organized German people can be, but when it comes to camping at these festivals, it's it's totally chaos for me. It's totally chaos, and it's, yeah. it's a big culture shock. But then it gets washed out, but like you said, by the rain. <laughs> 
put it on the list uh, because that's a, you're right. That's a topic that we should definitely cover. Why this is, why this is happening in Germany. But it yeah. is. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <clears throat> no, there's some great music here in Germany. I hope that uh, everyone who's listening, you know, will go check out some of the some of the artists that we've <clears throat> mentioned. Hopefully you do I, I forgot to mention one that that uh, that I, I really um, when when I first met my wife she was very much into a a German Irish band called Raymond R R E A M O N N R E A M O N N Raymond okay. is it pronounced <clears throat> uh, and the, the lead singer Ray Garvey he's still he's a he's a solo artist now. He's uh, originally from, I would say Ireland. I think he's Irish, but he's been living here in Germany for decades. So, so you you can't hear his his way of singing that it's not native English, um, but the musical style is definitely European versus any English or American sound. So that's a very interesting combination. You've got to check that out as well. It's it's rock music and pop, rock and pop. I think this is going to be like the longest episode because I, I, now that you're mentioning that, I also think like, oh, we not, need to mention Udo, um, the guy who um, he's also very like, I would, say, I wouldn't say he's a folk uh, singer, but I think he's sort of like in the same level that Americans sort of um, sort of treasure Bruce Springsteen, like uh, you know who I'm talking about? U- oh, right, Udo, yeah, 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 Udo, yeah, yeah. and he's written yeah. some music. So he's, but again, these are guys that have been prolific, right? So they've had two to three decades now of music making. So they're not new and they're not mm-hmm. old and you know and sort of forgotten. But they're people that are just constantly been making music. Yeah. He's one of those guys who I think it's you know royalty when it comes to music, uh, German music. Yeah, yeah. But God, we could yeah. go on they're, and they're, on. We could go on and talk about German music. There's another one because you say now the, the the Bruce Springsteen of Germany. There's another one, Herbert Grönemeyer. A lot of the German listeners they will probably cringe now when I mention him. But but when it comes to to popular music culture, yeah. he's definitely one of the guys that you just can't get around him. He's he's a singer songwriter. He sings in German, and and he's developed his styles over the years. But he's definitely. Uh, one that you 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 have to listen to when when you um, want to dive deeper into German music. Yeah, absolutely. And then we didn't really yeah. explain about what Schlager music was, but there's also in that world there's its own divas like Helena Fischer, you know, she, and and I think it's just commendable of like how Fischer, long she's yeah, been yeah. making music. You know, it's not my style, but yeah. you got to pay respect where respect is no. due. I mean, she's been again a couple, you know, one or two decades making music. Yeah, and 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 also, uh, you 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 won't be, you wouldn't believe the amount of money that is in German Schlager, because I as I uh, earlier on I mentioned that it's it's uh, the German speaking market is is uh, Germany alone is eighty eighty million, and if you uh, include uh, Austria and the, the the German part of of Switzerland, you're close to ninety million people. You know, it yeah. can generate uh, quite a, a nice revenue um, when when you when you talk about income from from music. So Helene Fischer is one of the richest Schlager uh, stars in, in in Germany, if not the richest. Yeah, I think she's so, probably. Yeah, she she's, also like. Yeah, it's one of those things where, I think it's similar to like Mariah Carey, where she was like married to the president of Sony at one point, and yeah, Helene Fischer is. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. around. It's great, and she's yeah, on tour again. But she's very good, and and. She's on tour again, and her stage show. I mean, that because you can attract that number of of, of listeners and that number of of um, audience, the, the the vast audience. Her shows are, are like you know any big huge Madonna, Britney yeah. Spears, uh, Pink show. It's a huge production. Um, yeah, so that's also worth for the listener to know. I mean, if you come to Germany and you want to go to a concert, we can highly recommend trying one of these German star stars that, that, because yeah. the productions are just as elaborate as they they would be in any other big country. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're, and, 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 you know, having been around that world a little bit in the States, like, I know the effort that goes into it, and, you, I mean, it's just evident. It shows. It's really great. It's entertaining, yeah. even if you don't know yeah. the music. I think the vibe that yeah. it creates, especially when you have so many people in a big stadium setting 
with this, you know, lights and people dancing and this elaborate stages, you know, that sort of like come in because there's no longer just yeah. a flat stage that ends and on the crowd begins. And kind of like, yeah, they build it around the audience and yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. It's, it's worth wonderful. the price. Yeah, that alone, the, the atmosphere alone. Yeah. Okay, that was a, a quite long, um, hopefully not too boring episode about German music and the the, 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 the popular music culture in Germany. We we probably should um, prepare for another episode of this, Philip, because uh, we could go on and talk about this for yeah. for much longer. You know what we should do? If we you should have ask... any questions. Sorry. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should <laughs> no, ask. No. Um, we should ask our audience uh, who they recommend for us to listen to. Because I know there's just a great deal of great idea. Yeah, and then that way yeah. we can make a part two. And we of haven't this. even we haven't even scratched the surface here. Not at all. So yeah, if you if you know of any um, German artists that that you think we should listen to, or you would recommend to the other people listening to this podcast, send us a send us a line. Um, our Twitter handle is still Germans Podcast. That's right, Germans Podcast. Because dealing with the Germans was too long for. Twitter, <laughs> Germans podcasts. Find us on Twitter and um, send us a note. We we'll be happy to hear from you. And do subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, and thanks again for everybody who's listening and supporting. Uh, I've gotten some messages, and I don't know about you, but I'm. It's always delightful to hear that people are are listening um, to our stuff. Exactly. We appreciate it. So thank you very much, and um, tune in again soon. Bye for now.